you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um, kind of horror genre, thriller, or action movie, or kids movie, or, you know, different kinds of things. And it was always more, I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before, but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson, who, you know, had been in and out of institutions from the time he was, you know, a kid um, and, uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars. Uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed um, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family in some, centered in some way, you know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons, and the only way you're gonna, you know, 
get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. Hollywood, California, Meltdown Comics, and the Nerd Melt Theater, Harmontown is now in session. Spencer Crittenden. Spencer. Gambling across the stage. And the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. Yeah, flips and chits. That's my shirt. Dan, uh, do you know that tomorrow would be our fourth anniversary of the first Harmontown? Yeah, it's know. the fourth anniversary, Dan. <laughs> How do we keep it so fresh after all these years? Just yeah, no, I, I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a bad show. I'm not, you know. And it's, but it's for, it's, I, I, uh, I've been having a very relaxing weekend, and you know how it gets. You know, your energy flags a little bit. You start playing your cookies and, like, uh, that fucking Transformers game you're playing. Transformers Earth Wars. It's Clash of Clans with Transformers. Jeff's playing it. You, and, you don't have to play it, Dan. Are you also playing Clash of Clans, or are you? I think I'm. I'm starting to trail off on the Clash of Clans mm. because now I get to be an Optimus Prime or a Bumblebee. Mm. I wanted to tell you guys all I can really share with you is uh, the result of a good seven hours of uh, forensic file viewing today. Um, I can tell you that pubic hairs travel or migrate. <laughs> I wrote that down. I thought it was so funny. From room to room, uh, I noticed that like they reused <laughs> Wait, by, by their own volition, or like, did they, do they have to hitch a ride on? Something? Well, that's that's why I think they they use the phrase "travel" or "migrate" because they said to either travel or migrate the first time by itself, and then they're like, people are going to think they're like alive, like worms. So they, uh, but I saw the episode where they really walked you through finding out that pubic hairs travel or migrate uh, to different rooms. Um, uh, <clears throat> Wait, t- tell me more about pubic hair migration. Tell me more about your weird friend. <laughs> I don't, I, 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 you saw him too? <laughs> A fellow, what, what is your name, good sir? Luke. Luke, thank you, brother. He, he, uh, he just... Spirited me up a, uh, a a little airport bottle of Frenet Branca, to which I say hooray and hurrah, <laughs> which I will now drink on podcast form. Yeah. 
So there was a case where there are these dead children. Don't mention dead children around Jeff. There were these dead children, and uh, they wanted to know who killed them. And, and there were pubic hairs, of course, everywhere. And uh, the pubic hairs matched this guy who lived with, the, with, lived with the family. I'm not laughing at the death of the children. Uh, well, I'm, I'm just laughing at the... We don't know that. At that, it's just like the volume of forensic files that just desensitizes you, and you're kind of like in the. That's what you're in the market for is like desensitization. Like you keep like making these jokes about people's haircuts and stuff, and they're like crying, and um, and, there, and there's just pubic hairs everywhere, and they and they were like like well fuck well the guy lived with them like like they're like dude we found your pubic hairs in the uh, kids room, and uh, the guy's like so fucking I lived there, pubic hairs get around. <laughs> He's got to be right, right? And uh, it's, it's, it's like, this forensics guy is like, he's like, uh, he's doing his interview and he goes, uh, so we had to uh, come up with a new, a new science. And uh, I, so I went home and I vacuumed my whole house uh, really well. And I tell you, the house has never been cleaner. <laughs> and he like stopped. I was like, it was like that, right? That's that guy's one moment of joy per that, that whole year. Um, and then, and then he, but he vacuumed his whole house. And then he vacuumed at regular times and counted the pubic hairs. Like, he had to figure out how... Can you imagine being that guy's daughters? Like, like, what are you doing, Dad? He's like, you know... Like, like, or what, like, you know, like the guy is like, like in the middle of a science that needs to be like, like it's got peer review and stuff. So he's like at home and he's like, this is, this could help bring a murderer to justice. And it's like, I need to make sure that I don't while eating breakfast or, or watching television or anything. I never engage in any activities that are, that go beyond the average amount of pubic hair affectation. You know, like, 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 like I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to like, I don't want to like have a, have a, have a, have a, have a crazy, like, like, like dance party and like take off my pants and shake my pelvis around because what if they find that out and and like that and then they're like because he had to find out how far does the average pubic hair go you know and it turns out pubic hairs travel or migrate uh (laughs) primarily on sock surfaces uh yeah you step on a pubic hair you're 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 moving you're, you're you're smuggling pubes at that point but more than more than the than, than hairs off your head or hairs off your arm or is this all no hair? no no not more yeah. than hairs off your head yeah. no uh, just uh, just enough that there's some pubic hairs if you have a kid there's some some of your pubic hairs are in your kid's bedroom but but not but not so many and then they started getting into the minutia of like yeah but these were fresh moist pubic hairs. <laughs> But those stick to socks more than any and then other. The, and, then the, and then the and then the forensics guy was talking about how the pubic hairs he was finding in his kid's bedroom <laughs> were dry and had been bitten Jeez. by uh, uh, mite larvae. You know, like but, 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 but <laughs> the this, world this guy yeah. lives in. But, the but, world his children live in. But this pubic hair was holding a picture of today's New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
Was he acquitted? Did this guy get off? Or did the, the guy that works for the forensic side, I think that he went to jail after the whole thing was over. His kids like filed charges. Father, yeah. like, I don't case. I was trying to save a life. No, you're the, you're the whoever, yeah. everyone's dead. You're just trying to be the best pubic hair detector. <laughs> and 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 you and you and you need to stop. It's like a beautiful mind. I think. <clears throat> That's hard work being the world's best pubic hair detective. Anyways, work. oh, and I was also thinking because, okay, so while he was talking about the pubic hair migration, he was like, you saw this black and white footage of uh, people, their heads were out of frame, but you just saw it like, it was like a lockdown camera shot, and then just like different family members, like different aged people putting on socks and taking them off and like walking around and like just walking through frame. And uh, <laughs> it was, and then there was another case that it was pubic hair reliant, and uh, and so they 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 used that footage again, and and Cody and I are like, oh my god, it's the pubic hair migration footage. <laughs> and then they had the, the and then the, and then also the, that required vacuuming, and it was like, oh, that's the same vacuum cleaner. Oh, they're they're cutting up and looking through the layers of the vacuum bag. Uh, so I was thinking like like they must be so stoked at forensic files when a new murder happens. And it uses all, all the elements of their stock footage. They're, they're, their budget's cut in half. Yeah, like so, someone got strangled with pubic hair by a vacuum cleaner salesman. But then you get a guy that, that's like a producer that was about to get fired, and he starts committing pubic hair murders. Yeah. Just to, get, to drive the budget down. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he, it's he like, becomes a, yeah. It's like firemen, firemen starting fires. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the forensic. I don't think the forensics files budget is too high. I don't know about. Well, yeah, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> then he starts, he starts committing non-pubic hair murders. That's what it is. The the network says like, oh, look, right. your show your show's on autopilot, man. Budgetarily, you've got it all knocked out. I can do it. You take the pubic hair footage. You take the bloody knife. You take the lady coming home from shopping, and you, you put this thing together. You say murder, um, <laughs> and uh, and then he, and he got an episode. And then the producer was like, fuck, there goes my kid's pool. Right. And then he, like... So he was he, building his kid his own pool. So he removes all of his pubic hair and becomes the, the alopecia strangler. <laughs> and then there's an episode about it, and he's like, yeah, like, like, like you know, it's like a cool movie about, about that guy's double life. And you're on his side because it's like a black comedy, you know, like a dark, like uh, anti kind of thing. It's like, it's how, like, how, do, how do you catch the alopecia strangler? What's that forensic file like? Well, he slips up, you know. I don't know. He gets caught. He gets caught by his own people. Nobody, nobody on those shows, by the way, they never get caught by the cops. It's always the, it's a like, phone like, call, a tip. The drinking game with forensic files, the 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 the, the, the big one is like, uh, and then police received a call that they've been waiting for. <laughs> and then police received a tip Hi, that changed I, I, everything. A guy just told me he is the alopecia yeah. strangler. It's always like a guy in prison. It's like, like, hey, this guy I'm in prison with murdered like. 90 people before you caught him jaywalking. <laughs> and then they let the three people they put in prison for the crime go at the end and they're all old and gray and they fall down as they're leaving the prison with their, from the weight of the $8 they got from the state. Dan, if you ever had... like, There was like a crazy one where I was like, I kept rewinding it because I was like, wait, are they trying to... This episode of Forensic Files is trying to get away with murder because, um, because there was a, 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 a woman in it who went to police and said, 
I think I know, like I work at a massage parlor and a lot of these guys get pretty chatty. Like they, uh, like, and I think I, you know, there's this guy's like saying some weird shit. Like I'd wear a wire for you if you wanted. And they were like, no, that's too dangerous. And then she called him later and was like, uh, yeah, that guy just confessed. I should have been wearing a wire. And they're like, okay, well, can you, okay, now, um, record him and get him to do it again. <laughs> and she tried and it didn't work and then the guy came and stabbed her after work what and I was like oh so rewind it to when she was like like that's why they made that big weird deal about how she came to them it was like she was we told her it was too dangerous like no you didn't you, you fucking, fucking jumped on it and made her some amateur sleuth or whatever man so I was like I was like 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 come on man forensic files not forensic files the police involved forensic files I'm sure they killed people too <laughs> You know, you know if it made the difference between them getting to do more forensic files and 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 and, and getting canceled that they'd kill somebody. Oh, if, yeah. if that show tells you one thing, man, I, I, it's I'm all not... it's inside all of us. <laughs> you, 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 you release release the beast. I, we watched the Purge movies this weekend. All two all two of the ones available at home. Um, Purge two definitely better than Purge one. That's a lot like a you know. Turds with peanuts in them are better than regular turds. <laughs> but the, but the per, be, be, just because I don't know what you're measuring, I mean, measuring by peanuts, I, it's gross. It's gross. It's a gross image. You don't want to think about it. But technically speaking, oh, it's, Spencer, if you had to choose between turds or turds with peanuts, what, do you, what, what, what are you taking? Are people swallowing these peanuts whole? How does that work? Well, you got you, you got to chew those peanuts. Yeah. How would you tell the difference between any other thing that was in your poop? They, they would taste like peanuts. You wouldn't say it's like. <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's like corn. Corn, the cellulose, it doesn't corn di- digest. Corn is different than peanuts, man. That's what I'm saying. Whatever. I didn't get a lot of sleep. Let me tell you what happened when I was trying to go to sleep last night. Okay, great. I was going to go to sleep. I'm laying down, laying down on my bed. I'm re- relaxing. I got a fart. And I fart. And I just shit all over the place. <laughs> Just so much shit. I'm like lightheaded and I'm getting dizzy from all the shit. And I can't move. And I'm just paralyzed. You, you shit so much you be, you you depleted your your the yeah. blood flow to your brain. Yeah. It was terrifying. And then I woke up and it was sleep paralysis. And I was completely dry, but it was really terrifying oh, because I thought I like was literally shitting my brains out. Wait, so you, and then I couldn't get back to sleep for like hours. Wait, wait, you had not shit yourself? No, I didn't even have to shit. Just part of the confusion and the fear. As soon as you were able to move, you started for the bathroom yeah. and you were like, wait, what? Wait, it's all good. I guess I'll lay down oh. on what I was convinced was my shit. Yeah, I really had to convince myself it wasn't shit. It was not, and it was not ideal from that point onward. Didn't get a lot of sleep. I had another dream where I was like walking through dog shit too. I don't know. My butt's fine. What do you think all that shit-related dreams uh, signifies? It's really weird. I've never had that before. It was a really weird situation in my life. Does anybody here know, like, dream analysis? Dreams are full of shit. Well, there you go. Yeah. I ate a whole pizza. 
My body might have large, just medium, that small. Out. What size it was pizza? A large we... Hawaiian pizza. You ate a whole large Hawaiian? Yeah. With okay, that's pineapple. heroic. <laughs> yeah. Yet you deserve to dream about shitting yourself to death. That's the thing. My body was just terrified. <laughs> I ate a lot of. Uh, I ate something that that really had me going uh, in the fart department, <laughs> which I refuse to call the department because. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to get too used to this stuff, you know. I don't. Uh, but I was like, really. I went to uh, Cliff's Edge over on uh, over. Uh, it doesn't matter where I went. It's a it's a nice restaurant. They got a back patio. Sure. Had a nice. I haven't really seen Cody all all week and or like for a long time. They got a holiday weekend together, so went out in a back patio with one of LA's fine uh, summer breeze restaurants and had some silly food like like for artsy farts and and uh, something in a, one of them like like must have I don't know if I'm lactose intolerant and there was like a milk fish or something and <laughs> but I was like fart I was like farting so much and I I'm like like with Cody I'm I'm like new I went through a whole like with with McGathy we kind of decided at the outset we we're like let's not fart front of each other and I've kind of been doing that for a couple girlfriends like like a, you know a, z- a zero fart policy I got the idea from Sarah Silverman who like her relationship with Jimmy Kimmel uh, which she was in when I was working with her she said at one point like I don't fart like uh, in front of Jimmy and vice versa we don't do that and 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 I was like really what don't you think that's kind of dishonest and unnatural she's like is it dishonest to like 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 not like fart all over the person you say you love. Like it's like you're, you're telling. What are you telling them with that expression? You know, they're they're like your hillbilly brother, or like you know, and then you're shocked if the sex goes away or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a totally different perspective, and I've never even entertained it. And um and 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 then I looked back at previous relationships, and I was like, God, yeah, man, you really get programmed by your kind of family's like class system like 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 or you know like they're they're aesthetic you know and you don't you there's a lot of stuff you don't even like second guess and like man i really like i would always like celebrate becoming intimate with a woman by like really starting to fart a lot and like (laughs) i kind of so i kind of like started tapering it off and uh and thinking like yeah why don't you just go in the other room if you gotta fart so bad like what's so funny about poopy farts like stop it so so you and cody are but cody kind of was like swinging back the other way like 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 because she was like you know just but it's like so it's like a pendulum you know like with mcgathy and i don't think it wasn't it wasn't like mcgathy's demand she just liked the idea too and like we i think you know we was we just really never farted in front of each other and uh you know cody i'm you know i'm letting him rip like a little bit a little bit like 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 like, like i'm pushing the envelope Wait, she kept, t- <laughs> you're, you're trying to blow her mind, like. Well, like, it's a, it's. A, <laughs> well, it's like I'll do. A, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, name name a key, F sharp. <laughs> so I feel like splitting the difference is like you do one and then you like kind of you go like uh oh. It's like what was that? I think I don't. I think a mouse was moving a dresser. <laughs> Yeah, it's back to the fifties kind of. Like, now, ha- I think a duck. Uh, I think it's duck season. Have, have you done this long enough for this experiment to have proved itself out of whether that, that affects sex life or? So far, still, I'm still creepy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's it. Hasn't really. I don't think it's changed anything. Right. 
but 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 I did, but I'm I'm going by laughter. Like if so, like if if it's not gonna make her laugh, then I'm not gonna. I think that's the thing. Like it's not about whether or not they don't throw anything at you. It should be if they stop laughing, then maybe wait until it's funny again. <laughs> So I so I like I, like a couple nights ago I was like like I'll like I'm always more awake than her and so then I'll like I do one and she she go like that sounded so sharp and like talk about it for a little bit yeah it was really sharp and then like ten minutes later I'd do another one and it's like I was like did you hear that yeah <laughs> all right yeah. so then you pull back then the, the, the then the next one you go you go in the basement. But is there a blue sky fart where you fart and it completely makes everything amazing? Like, like, well, I did one today that I swear. You ever? I mean, you've had like like I today I did one and she was just sound asleep. Like I, I was like I'm just doing it. I, it was like I was sitting up in bed playing some iPad game and it was like it was like building and like and then I kind of laid down for a bit and was like snuggling and and then I was just like I'm just gonna I'm gonna see what's what's going on here. <laughs> And and I swear this is my actual estimate of the length. Like and the I got maybe it won't sound identical, but this is my actual, not exaggerating estimate estimates of, of the length of the duration. <laughs> Whoa! What? No! Yeah. No! And then I just kind of like hung there, like in silence. Like, Dan, Dan, w- will you marry me? That's amazing. I went out and I, t- I, t- I touched her on I've the never, shoulder I've, because I wanted to know. And, and she's like, oh, what? And I, and I was like, I love you. I love you too. Like, <laughs> so she didn't so, hear it. St- 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 Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> That's an amazing fart. There was a guy on Forensic Files who pronounced the uh, word personality, um, personality. <laughs> the people somebody... out there are so crazy with their crazy hair. There should be a there. There should be a, uh, and it's also fun to watch classic Forensic Files because, like today, we saw one where they fucking they took twenty five minutes because they were so scared we wouldn't know what GPS was. <laughs> They're like, but but police didn't have to follow Andrew Kessinger. They they didn't have to. Commercial break. And we're like, what? what? And then it comes back, and the whole act was was like high above the earth, thirty miles in outer space. And, and, and it was like like they they went there was like there are eight satellites. I mean, I learned how GPS works. I didn't I didn't need to, but they didn't know we knew what it was. They called it the Global Positioning System or GPS, and they took the the first letters of each word and animated them going up into the word GPS. This was a first-time thing for them. They, they were explaining that how they were using it to catch a, a That killer. sounds like slow news day for them. Again. Uh, by the way, if you ever kill a little girl um, and the cops say to you... And we're not saying you should. We're not saying... No, I'm not saying you should, but here's something to... Here's a pitfall. Here's, here's, a, here's, here's a way the police are going to abuse their power. Here's three okay? nevers. Here's three nevers on if, killing little girls. If they girls. come to you and they say... like They, they, they go like, look... Congratulations. We know you killed that little girl. Uh, and you got away with it for now. But you know that grave's too shallow. You know animals are going to dig it up. 
And then it's just a matter of time. Don't go drive to the shallow grave. <laughs> Dig it up. Take the body. Put it in your trunk. Rub the fibers around. <laughs> Drive it to another place, dig a big, deep grave, put it in, cover it up, That's... put a flower on it, and then come back home and measure twice, oh. cut once. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's a good chance the cops aren't busting out the that shallow grave's gonna give your 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 kid's body to the dingoes soon. Like they're not they're not leaning on that until they're desperate. So you know. Take three years, then go change that body. I think think part of the fun of killing children is like riding that wave of how how shallow should I make this grave just to... Just for the fucking action. It's true. Just for the fucking adrenaline. Yeah. Like, I, six feet, no. How yeah. about three And, and, and you know, you're thinking like, oh, Jeff, that's crazy. Why would you kill a kid just for the thrill? And we're not, again, we're not saying kill kids. Uh, what we're, we're saying is saying if you do, kids. you're not doing it to become senator. <laughs> you're not doing it to make money. You're doing it. You're doing You're. Yeah. I mean, so if you're going to do it. They say. Do, you, do it. To ride the edge. Ride, ride that edge. Right, right. Point, Bear, bury that kid six inches underneath some point, boots. It's point break. Fear causes hesitation. Hesitation causes your worst fears to come true. I'm saying bury a kid just three inches. And hey, while we're at it, same topic, kind of related. If you're running for president and you're a fascist, like... Uh, Look, go ahead. Use the use the original artwork from the meme, like with the uh, anti-Semitic uh, Star of David on the thing. <laughs> Did you see the thing? I missed the whole thing, but there was a thing. Oh, there yeah. was a <laughs> Trump did another meme, like the last one. He remember he just finds him, and then he he's like indisputably like. He has no help with his Twitter account. He has no staff. I, I have to say, I think he does. I think this is all, it can't be that unpremeditated. Well, there's a scary thing, because you know you read sometimes articles about his strategy, about how he tests stuff. He uses the internet to test stuff. So, so if that were true, what if there were multiple tiers to his testing? So like, what if he did have people like posting crazy, like anti-Semitic, like racist shit into like super right of right wing like message boards, seeing how it played with the Hustler magazine crowd, then like, like flo- pumping a little air into it and bumping it up subreddit by subreddit up, uh, and then all of a sudden he throws it out there and everyone's like, these statistics are all wrong about black people and crime, and he, and he's like, oh sorry about that, mm. like. <laughs> Like, I know this won't blow up in my face because it's been, like, built up on, like, layers of sediment. I don't know. But but the, uh, whatever the case is, he tweeted a meme. <laughs> he tweeted a meme. Um, the uh, It was, like, uh, hi- hi- historic Hillary and, then the, like, like, whatever. She's made history. And then uh, there was a... And then it was her head cut out, not cut off, cut out, like, and, and it was like over just a big pile of money. It was just money in the background. And then there was a big red star of David. <laughs> no matter how you slice it, just a big red star of David. And, uh, and, and inside the star of David, it said, uh, uh, you know, most corrupt yeah, ever. Yeah, something like most that. Most corrupt candidate ever. Something like that. It was like it was like the twenty percent more beef kind of like starburst thing. The star was a star of David, and. Uh, I, that the and then people were like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, holy shit!" And and, and then like, they, and then they deleted that and like switched it, and it was a red circle. But and then everyone was like, "You could still see two of the six points on the from the star underneath the peeking out from under the red circle." 
I don't know. I, I, just, I mean, just a, a, as, the, as, a, as I overheard a, a lady say in a uh, candle store once, uh, amaze balls. Amaze-a-balls. Amaze-a-balls. I guess she's only seen it in print, the word. Amaze-a-balls. She thought it was Italian. Um, she, had per, she had what you'd call personality. So, yeah, well, what those two things lead. So if you're going to kill a little girl, bury her shallow. If you're going to run for president and be a Nazi, to have Hitler's speeches next to your bed and fucking start, start tweeting those anti-Semitic tweets. There's no other reason to become president as a fascist other than to see if we can get this started again. Brit Britain's ready. Let's, uh, let's, let's get the Wayback Machine going. 1932! That's when we start making money, by the way. Uh, Who does? America, during fucking big-ass wars, because we've gotten so good at manufacturing. No, no, no but that, 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 presumes that, that presumes that we're like the, the, yeah. the non-interventionist country that's, that scores after the war has already run its course. No, no, isolationist America during World War II, fucking cha-ching. Yeah, but we're not isolationist anymore at all. We're, we're, we're gonna be. We're building a wall. <laughs> We're currently at war with the rest of the universe right now. That's another, that's another way of saying isolationism, fighting a war on all fronts. <laughs> um, well, re rethink that sentence. What am I, why am I on trial? There's a Nazi running for president. Focus on him. <laughs> he's not a Nazi. He, he, he's not Hitler. He's, he's, he's Mussolini. He's a blowhard asshole. A regular uh, segment on this show is Jeff's, Jeff's surprisingly pro-Hitler thoughts. Pro-Hitler. I'm saying, look, he had, he had some good ideas. <laughs> Hear him out. Listen to him. No, uh, I, 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 as Proops points out uh, on one of his podcasts, uh, Smartest Man in the World, is like, it's like Hitler had a plan. He wasn't just fucking winging it. Uh, like Mussolini was more of a kind of a winging it and just appealing to the lowest comrade of non Let's not pra praise Hitler just because Trump hasn't been elected yet. Like, 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 I'm, I'm sure Trump Hitler. can fucking come up with a plan. Like it's it's, it's, it's a, hopefully in a post Hitler world we're getting a little bit in the way. Like there's more people going and there's more internet. We're going like, are you about to be a Hitler? And he's like, no, I'm huge. Um, like saying like, saying that Trump is a low level Hitler is not praising Hitler. It's it's it's, it's not. I'm saying, well, it's a, who cares who's pra praising Hitler or praising Trump or whatever. The important thing is that fascist dictators, they are, uh, it's like when you put your bread out on a counter, like, is the, uh, is the mold that grows on it a genius because it found the bread? It's like, it, it, it's like, like, like opportunity uh, breeds fascism. Like, when countries are laid low, when, when, and when the economy's fucked, when cultures start to shift so fast that um, there's a huge section of the population that's, like, kind of getting disoriented and starting to worry. Like, like, like they, 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 they revert to, uh, to this instinct for... Uh, authoritarianism. Authoritarianism. And, uh, and in, even in history class, it was like, yeah, it was like depre economic depression, recession, all these things. It's a potting soil for dictators. 
leaders, um, in particular fascists, who want to nationalize everything and they want to block. They pick a scapegoat and they go like, "What about these guys? How come they're making so much money?" And or or, or they're coming in and they're they're eating all our food stamps or whatever. You pick somebody <laughs> and you go like, "What if we were? What if we all?" Think about like, people eating food stamps. It's like just because we're called food stamps yeah. doesn't mean they're actual food. No, it's just another reason to to, to build a wall even higher, man. Um, the uh, the important thing to know is that like like when we have these conversations, we're like, "You got to hand it to him," or like, uh, well, well, he's it's working." It's like it's working because of us. Like we need to like really make sure that we don't blow this story off after he loses the election and there's crazy like race gangs running out in the streets going like I don't know I got all amped up about this I, don't, I guess I don't care about politics no more <laughs> bing bong <laughs> um, like like I'm still unemployed <laughs> um, like 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 we need to understand like it's us like like it's like, like that guy with the, the orange guy with the hair he's as Spencer points out has been running for president for 38 years like he's like in one form or another he's always been saying someone pay attention to me and then that birther thing started happening it's like it's an opportunistic infection you have a gaping wound on your arm as a country as you, as we're, we all are worldwide like the economy is like we're we're in vulnerable places and so it's happening this sentiment it's like like oh it's, i don't want these uh, these people with the towels and these things with the browns and the uh, they're, they're taking the jarbs and they're thinking uh, the, the taxes and the things and why can't we have more guns and uh, they want the wall around the thing and they put the wall in the why can we can't do this? um it's like it's starting it's like those rumbles of like like it's going to turn into uh it could turn into turn into ugliness could turn into ugliness um but uh what was it what was it what, wait 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 uh oh oh here's the thing this is the thing that terrified me when i was putting on my pants today <laughs> my dick is huge um i was thinking like and this is going to sound like a bit but it's like this, as far as the ratio between how much like a bit it sounds and how actually scary i think it is it's like i've never said anything with this high a ratio um <laughs> How? I'm not even sure how to phrase the question. How, how? How? What percentage of like Hitler being able to come into power? Like, um, what? What percentage of it do you do you think might have been your average like like kinda on the bubble, like constantly putting his foot in his mouth? straight white like like Jim Belushi Dan Harmon kind of like 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 geez, I was always offended like because I was just think I just found myself thinking while I was putting on my pants it's like heard something else that Trump said or was thinking about that star David thinking I was like I the thought went through my head of like well it's good to know I'm not as racist as somebody <laughs> You know, like it's good. It's good to know I'm not the biggest fucking doofus in the world. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm back. Like in the '90s, being feminist, for instance, was as easy as expecting more from women. <laughs> it changed over the years. Was like, 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 like you were like, you go, girl. That was like a fucking like. You were like, yeah, you can do it. Um, it was like, like, like things change, and then you get like, like so, like I wonder how many people are like, like with the Trump phenomenon. I wonder if that was something that could happen in like Germany, like back in those days where people were like, oh, finally somebody that makes me sound like I like Jews. <laughs> 
honestly. Like, like yeah. finally, my daughter will stop rolling her eyes at everything I say at the dinner table. You know, like, like I mean, I, and I was like, I, I had this well, like I, I, shudder. I was like, wait, is that the fucking tyranny? Is that what it is? Is that what? Is that the? Is that the wildfire that catches fire and burns up King's Landing? Like, is that the? Is that? Is that? Is it's the actual? Just like it's the. It's the. It's the oxygen. It's the styrofoam peanuts. It's the shit that coats the film in Inglorious Bastards. It's the, the the actual accelerant isn't like the fucking like hard. It takes work to be a fucking redneck stump humping fucking like active like racist where you're like I'm I'm gonna hit you with a stick because of your color. Like jeez, that guy is committed. Um, the, the the like 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 what about the fucking mob around that person that's like that's like I know that's bad and I want to be liked. I know that's bad and I don't want to be a bad person. I don't know. Like, like, like what is the phenomenon that might happen? You know, like, like we have to be on guard against that. Cause like, I just like feel that in my soul. Like, there's these things eating away at the edges where I'm like, why am I trying so hard? Why? Why do I try? Why? Well, like, like, like I, like, like, you know, and it's like, the, there's important answers to those questions we all have to ask. Uh, oh, so when you put on your pants next time, <laughs> please join me at these heights of thought. <laughs> Just asking the specific question. I just want to recap the question. How many people in pre-Nazi Germany do you think were a little bit like where um, that became Hitler supporters were anti-Hitler in their conversation, but then in some weird pyloric valve part of them were like, uh, they were like, oh, that guy's a goofball. He'll take all the pressure off me. You know, like, well, like, at that time, there, there was a lot of parties vying for power, and the Weimar Republic was falling to pieces, and there was all these provisions. There were so many parties vying for power that they they had to call it the Weimar Republic because they were like vying is like all right, go, keep going. So, Schraub hasn't been here in like a couple episodes. Uh, but there was a there was a, a bunch of asshole meathead bully thugs that were running around with brown shirts on and kicking everybody's ass and blaming the economy because the economy was fucked. There was this giant depression going on, and they're blaming it all on foreigners, which is what you see going on in all over Europe, also here. And uh, then at some point, I think like uh, when this certain really radical party starts saying like we'll kick your ass if you don't agree with us that Jews are the problem and all this shit and like like really extreme stuff I think a lot of people are like look I would just like the economy to get back on track and we'll start following anybody that really has answers to getting the economy going which is all baloney it's all complete bullshit it's not as simple as uh, immigration, like, or, the, or leaving the EU. It's like, like it's, it's it's crazy talk. But I think people want simple answers when the economy is fucked and they're working class people, and they will listen to lunatic billionaires who say, like, I'm on your side. They're not fucking on your side. They have nothing to do with you. They don't. They don't even know who you are. Also, everything they're saying it makes no sense at all. Uh, the answer is, will will average people start? becoming okay with radical ideas yes absolutely they do and they and what's happening all over the world right now in major democracies including ours and all over like like france and england like um fascism right-wing extremism racism is on the rise and yeah there's swastikas all over absolutely and and it's the places that are collapsing first the banks are closing well then there's a swastika like like five feet from there you know like in greece and stuff like the national socialism is uh yeah 
the 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 average person in Germany didn't hate Jews, but the average person was okay with like like kind of going along with the flow, and also like like. I, there was also Germany was a huge country full of different neighbors that believed in different things, followed different parties. Also, at some point, fear comes into it. The idea that speaking up for what you believe actually becomes illegal, and that's the scary thing. Is that right now we're still like we can still talk shit about Trump and and talk shit about what like the direction things are going, and it can still be comedy. That might go away before too long. Like that's the real danger is that it's actually illegal. Certainly, to if you're sense. out in the fringe and you're, for instance, painting, I don't know if that would, you know, that lady who was painting uh, Trump with a little dick or whatever. Yeah. And some guy runs up. Public and, like, enemy number one. Face. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like, like if you, yeah, and it was like, so, so, like, 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 so, what's the, um, what's the takeaway? I think it's that in the coming years. I don't think that Trump is going to get elected, um, but I, I, don't, think, I, I, I don't think that you should be that comfortable saying that. I think it's very, very likely. Jesus Christ. Because well, people, okay, put a pe- pin in that. Pe- but People hate Hillary so much for whatever their reasons are right or wrong. People despise her and will vote against somebody for whatever they believe about her. And they will also vote for this incredible quack. They will vote for him. Well, I think the easy thing to say, though, because is is disregard what you think the results of the election might be, because in either case, like what's clear from this process, like this fat orange manic bullet that shot or like you know squirted out of a volcano, like like like, <laughs> like it represents like magma underneath, and it and it's and it's not well. This is where my my lack of a geology degree will probably break this metaphor down but <laughs> but it it doesn't mean oh oh look at that really scary volcano that we have to deal with oh it seems to have gone dormant like that's why that's why I keep that's why I really want people to understand like 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 it's it it starts with hero worship it's in politics it starts with this idea that we're waiting for somebody to you know lead us or say the right things or how the president's office is like so important and valuable and it changes so much and that's why we need the right person in that office so if we could just like like it, it it and and that really noble thought like ends somewhere with like 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 somehow you're making a a pact with the devil where you're like well I'm I'm not worth anything and I can't do anything and all that stuff and then we're in this really dangerous time where we finally for the first time we've gotten this voice like this first generation to be raised in front of a keyboard with a blinking cursor in front of it they've mastered the hashtag and the linguistic acrobatics uh, that represent like not getting to all fucking bent out of shape when a girl says she just wants to be friends like they're 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 advancing the species like by leaps and bounds because they're able to 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 interface with machines and psychologically keep a lid on shit um however like the scary thing about that is that now we're all just like we're like talking and we're talking and we're talking about about what's right and what's wrong and i I hope we don't i hope we don't tailspin into like oh man did you see that racist tv show last night yeah that was so racist did you hashtag it yeah i did well well this shit continues to happen but it's like, like push may come to shove at a certain point and it may not be the people that are saying the most eloquent most progressive sounding things that are the people who at the bottom line of it all are just people who want uh the power to leave the hands of the few and go 
into the hands of the many. We, you may have to fight fucking um, uh, fascism with anarchy. I don't know what else you fight it with. I put water on a fire myself. Like I, I and the fact that anarchy to us means explosions and chaos is part of a seventy-year indoctrination that started with like let's make that word mean terrorism. It doesn't. It means no hierarchy. It means nobody has a right to tell you what to do. Um, so, so like you know, we may have to. Uh, it's always scary, the spattering of applause, because it means that like, th- what I hear is the silence between each. <laughs> I was like, like oh, Har- Harmon like, said something really specific last night. <laughs> Got that weird Chinese checkers applause. <laughs> yeah, but like, like, guys but... with bowler hats going, heard you loud and clear, blokey, matey. Milky, milky, welly, well. <laughs> Um, but but like our our low level anarchism, the idea that we hate being told what to do, that 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 the the absence of rule doesn't mean chaos. It shouldn't. No, mean it doesn't. That. Anarchy doesn't mean. Uh, no, it does not mean like stirring shit up. It doesn't. It doesn't have to. I, it, it, anarchy means you don't you don't you don't think you have a right to tell other people what to do. You don't really respect their right to tell you what to do. You don't really see that as a. You may see that as a way to put out a fire. Or get health insurance, or get shit done. You know, like um, keep people from getting hurt in a crowd situation. Like, but 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 it's not an inherent need. You don't believe that people are these animals that, left to their own devices, are going to like start running around and doing fucked up shit unless there's an elite class that get pays themselves to do nothing but think about how we should be mitigated. Um, it's ju- you just think that shit works the way it works. And, yeah, that, and, the, and the idea that right now, like like. Whether you like Hillary or, or you hate Trump or like Trump or hate Hillary, like whatever, whatever the fuck you think, or if you're a Bernie supporter and you're all disappointed about that, the idea that one human being is going to come along and make everything okay is crazy. It's, it's really adolescent and really dumb. The idea that we need leadership from one person holding one office that used to be a shit fucking gig, a low paid crap cl- clerical gig in our uh, constitutional government. It's really crazy, but right now, wouldn't we be really happy if anybody came along that could put a, a thoughtful sentence together and not <laughs> irritate us? That's the danger of what's going on right now with, with, with this. It's, it's going to be Hillary and Trump, and we're going to just go like, oh, I just wish somebody could talk, and I would like to hear them finish the goddamn thought. And that's horrifying. We shouldn't care about one person's fucking ideas. There should be a, a, there should be a, a gigantic... Uh, consortium of people getting together. Communities should fucking operate together. Families should operate together. Well, we have the tools to do it right now, and like this is a generation that's uh, actively like uh, they're figuring out how to do that stuff. And I think that I think that the next step maybe maybe it's not even thinking like waiting for some profit to arise and like 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 switch things. It's like it actually is just like oh shit. We got these apps. We got this internet. We got it going. We can we can think and act locally, and we can give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Like because like like just instead of just letting the we just came off. But I think all thing. we're doing right now is voting for the next best Caesar. Like everybody is like, like I know, but we don't. We we could. You said, there are some people in this audience that watch The Voice and American Idol, but they also watched Community. You know, like they can. <laughs> Dan, that's, that's that's not true. It, uh, <laughs> It means that you can say, like, when I'm, when I'm interested in who's going to be the best singer uh, in this season of the best singer show, I don't necessarily have to let that thought process trickle down into how I pass the salt to my friend over dinner. I don't have to, like, when they go, could you pass me the salt? I go, I don't know. How good are you at asking for passing the salt? It's, you know, those glasses, like, don't look good on you. I think that smart look is stupid. Why don't you take them off and ask for the salt? Uh, all right, now, now give me a high C. I'd like the salt. 
stopped there. Now that's what I'm talking about. Uh, now you've earned my salt because I watch American Idol. Like, no, you can watch American Idol and you can go, that's for that. You can elect a president and go, that's a person that if a Supreme Court justice dies, they have the power to like not, you know, like there are certain things that like are important that we're voting for these people for, but it doesn't have anything to do with like whether your street has potholes on it and, and all that shit. Uh, me, I'm, I'm old and I'm busy, so good luck. <laughs> But but I do think I mean yeah I mean it's like like what if we did enter an age when we were just voting for the least offensive person what if that was their job you know and they and they and they didn't you know and and then like what if you built like from the ground up like you built like this sort of like there was a word for it and there was a phrase for it and it was anarchy because it didn't have leadership because it didn't need it because it did take advantage of technology faster than these people at the top could and the, and so that they found themselves in the most powerful position in the world but it was in charge of a fucking slab of marble that couldn't be cracked couldn't be lifted and couldn't be moved that they're like I'm on top of it kind of lonely up here <laughs> and windy I get to jump off in four years or stay on for another four uh, and the people that don't fuck up get to stay up there and we're down here going like we figured it out we are we we, we it has to do with on a molecular level going like I, I think our biggest challenge right now is we're we've been so stoked about how much cleaning needs to be done around the apartment that you ever get one of those one of those tantrums where you're like you're like fuck all this shit fuck it shit and it's like you're just throwing away like bibles and like <laughs> new pens you're like and money like i'm gonna take like fistful of pennies and you're like fucking pennies fucking pennies like when you're like cleaning your cleaning your office or whatever and you're like like it's a fucking like it's just it brings like this rage out in you that is like against clutter and you're like, like i want to simplify my life I think that's we've hit the peak of that with the whole woke kind of thing like where we're calling out racism we're calling out negative thought we're, we're, we're exposing like like we're like what the fuck has this person ever done for me ah, another person that turns out to hate women no big surprise and it's like and, and everything has to go in the garbage right now because we're like cleaning out our space but like we, we, we are going to have to get to a point where if that space is going to be of any use we're going to have to be like well, not everything that goes in this room needs to be the Mona Lisa because this isn't a museum. This is an office or a living room or a parlor. You know, like uh, my friend has some regressive thoughts about women. Um, he's he hasn't scratched that off on his bingo card yet. He's really, really like super amazing about race. Uh, <laughs> he like he really hates women. Like I'm not gonna like 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 just like record him over lunch and then post it on Facebook and expose him as a as a, a thing. Like I'm going to I'm gonna like actually like like work with him and like like you know like kind of polish him like a stone like like with my water you know um i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna and strangers that i find out are regressive i'm ignorant and because they don't haven't talked to as many people that look like me yet um i'm going to i'm gonna do something really difficult which is like i'm just gonna like add have this be this billboard for people that, that this person has never talked to and i'm gonna make every experience a positive one or like or i'm just i don't know what the fucking definition is but it's like harder than it's way way harder than finger pointing and shaming and like and chanting and like to put pushing down another pillar and watching another thing that was resting on it collapse like i think that we've got a good six months left of that before it gets like aren't we just when the guy running with like one of the two people running is just like this 
turd person. Like he's just, he's not gonna do anything with that rubble. Like he's not gonna like go, thank you very much. And now I'm gonna take that. And we're gonna build a big monument to women with it. Like he's not going, he's, he's gonna go like, let's make missiles with this rubble. Um, it's, it's gonna be up to us, like how we interior decorate the nation. <laughs> Yeah, we should do it. We, we'll do it on the moon. Maybe Elon say, Musk, like uh, after his cars kill, uh, uh, the, 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 maybe we can like merge with him, and he'll like give us a. Right before you said to do it on the moon, uh, the original like joke premise of of this podcast was like like we like let's find like minded people and colonize another place and make things okay. Like we're gonna have to like start like making colonies of, of like-minded people here and actually let that become revolutionary you know where we're going to start doing it jeff where we pick the people that that get to help us at the comic-con harmontown show oh, shit. wait are you talking about the one july 22nd at the what, what theater at the Balboa at Theater? At the Balboa Theater? The one who apparently our ticket sales are so shit that we have to shoehorn this into our own show? Apparently the show that's got showrunners so worried that they're calling Steve Levy and saying, you guys got to sell tickets or we're going to have to nix this whole thing. Not me, showrunner. Not showrunner. Like the ones that run the shows having. Yeah, what you, do they call them? Stage peoples. Huh. Right? Stage peoples. Stage peoples. Stage peoples. Oh, yeah. Big time. You know what else happened? Wait, how, how many seats is the Balboa Theater, Steve Levy? So many. <laughs> a thousand? Oh, we can do a so thousand many. on our fucking heads. I mean, we don't even have to, but okay. we aren't even doing not even a thousand. <laughs> how much? How, what's, what's the ticket price at the Balboa Theater? $24. $24? Okay, fuck it. Don't go. That's, <laughs> that's too much. That's a lot of that's money. That's their problem. It should, be, it should be here. fucking. I would say twelve tops. I would yeah. say I would say your ten dollars here is a little unfair. I, I I think you're getting ripped off a little bit to the tune of two to four dollars. <laughs> I would call this a eight to six dollars. Also show. at Comic Con, you're gonna Steve's be shaking his head. Twenty four dollars. You, also, you have to be in San Diego, which is you. You should have to get twenty four dollars back just for entering San Diego. <laughs> That, well, that is true. It sucks. It's a terrible, well, let's terrible city. Out, let's, we're, we're smart people. We can figure this out. Have you tried Mexican food in San Diego? You think it would be great? It's right by it. It's right by Mexico. Yeah. And you'd be fucked if you can get a fucking proper taco without leaving the. Ta you have to get out of San Diego to get Mexican food. You'd be fucked. Huh? If you try to get a taco. Yeah. Oh, look. Yes, all I know the San Diego, San Diego people here will meet after the show. You tell me where to go get tacos, and I will tell you that it's not in San Diego. You're just outside of town. You have to get out. You, you have to go so... It's not a walk from Comic-Con. You have to get into a car to get fucking food there. Let's it, find out. Let's ask ourselves... I'm what? saying don't go to Comic-Con. Don't go to the Balboa Theater on July 22nd. I don't think you have the guts to prove me wrong. Let's... Yes, there's that. I've, I've yeah, been like, to your shitty town. Uh, I'd say, let's figure out if this is a ten dollars show. Just every guy has a wallet chain. Well, on. we'll give out free prizes at the comic con. If, if you're if you if you're walking into an establishment and the bouncer has a wallet chain on, you're in a terrible place. 
Let's figure out if this Barbed is Barbed wire tattoos? Nope. Nope. If nope. this is a $10 show... F- no. No. Then we just need to figure out what a $12 show is, which is as easy as raising this one 20% in terms of quality, and then doubling that for San Diego. Right. What That's all I wanted to say for five hours. What's that? We go for five hours. I don't think that increases I will the value only respect of <laughs> I will have no respect for anybody that pays to see our show in San Diego. I will be mad at everybody that comes there and has put down $24 at the Balboa Theater on July 22nd. And not just because Dan and I are going to do an all-nude review uh, to start the show. I'm saying that's not a reason to go see it. And we'd also be really mad if you made a website using Squarespace. (laughs) Even though they use an intuitive design that works across all platforms. Also, also, maybe you live maybe you live in LA, all you people here. Maybe driving down to San Diego, don't listen to Audible.com. I don't care how reasonable the prices are to listen to your favorite novels online. Or even if you get a free book with sign-up. Yeah, I know. And I don't care if you're wearing my undies, the softest underwear. Well, who needs books anyway? When, when, you know, it's like all, all, all you people out there with your stupid Warby Parker glasses. Uh, which we also don't want you to get. And... Uh, and when you get them, don't use them to look at fullscreen.com's uh, content. And Even though it only costs as much as a cup of coffee. A, a cup of coffee. A cup of cup giant of coffee. coffee a month. Uh, yeah. For a month. But I think the reverse thing has to work. But I think you have to say to them, like, don't, don't come. Or if you do, I'll I'm not kiss gonna... you to death. Will it be on CISO? The, no, no. The, uh, the, the Comic-Con show? No. No, no. No, it won't. You won't be able to see it. You know what we should do? What? We should not record it. Oh, shit. Master Blaster, run, Barter Town! No more pig shit! Fuel! Are you threatening our audience? That's right. Drive to San Diego and give us $24. I want, yeah. I, want, I want everyone to prove me. Someone take me to get to the best taco place in San Diego so I can not be mad at San Diego. Tacos El Gordo. Tacos El Gordo. Tacos what? Tacos El Gordo. Eduardo. El Gordo. El Gordo. El Gordo. I'll tell you after the show. El Gordo. El Gordo. Gordo. Fat. Fat. Gordo. Gordo. El Gordo. Yeah. Fatty tacos. Something like that. All right. Who's like a... Uh, Who's a who's a huge uh Oh Har- me. Uh, <laughs> who's a huge Harmontown fan and yeah. and like uh maybe um I don't know, well I was gonna say has like a degree in marketing, but uh <laughs> but maybe in your own head you do. Like you, you yeah. think you know like you're sitting here, a young lady raised her hand there, like like would you like to come up and just uh No, you don't wanna yeah? Okay. Yeah, right here. Wait, we've got we've got we've we'll we'll keep we'll, We'll keep we'll keep him in my we'll put him on deck. Uh, oh, she's charging the stage. I love it. Yeah. What's your name? Savannah. Savannah. Savannah, have a seat. Grab a mic. I think they're. Oh, here. Here, you Get use her a this. Mic. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. 
I switched mics for those of you in the control booth. If you like Savannah, you can pull oh, up no, the stand. Oh, no, you can, yeah, 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 sit yeah, and, yeah. yeah, here, let's get rid of this, you piece of shit, you piece of shit. <laughs> Why is that there? It's made of pennies. <laughs> Did you ever throw away pennies when you're cleaning your office or yeah, your room or Yeah, I can't something? be bothered to, like, organize things, so I just throw it all in a bag. Do you ever bag. throw away books? Yeah, well, a couple you feel, times. You feel guilty, right? Like, as you're like, it's like knowledge and it's yeah, like, especially if I like paid for them for school. I just like, but, but there's so much anger. What is that guilt we feel about throwing away books? I don't throw. I, I don't throw away books. Well, I, <laughs> be, because I would feel too guilty about it. Okay, well, what is that guilt? What is it? Uh, somebody put a lot of effort into a book. I think I, I couldn't like even, even if I hate the book. We don't treat it as the physical thing that it is. We treat it as the ideas it represents. Uh-huh. Like when you work in books, you're like this is fucking garbage, and you're ripping covers off shit. It's like a really weird, harrowing experience. I'd assume it's a lot like working in the meat industry. You know. <laughs> We're soon out if you're just banging calves against walls and shit. Yeah, look it up. It could even be a subjective guilt that's like the equivalent of throwing away a barbell. You're like, yeah. that you never used. Like, you're like, oh, am I really committing to that? Yep, throwing away the barbell. And also, the garbage man's going to be like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's all ripped. It's 9 It's 9 11. <laughs> Uh, S- Savannah? Yes, like Savannah. The, like the biome? Yes, exactly like the biome. Uh, but with only one N. So s- the biome, but with one Savannah. N. Savannah? Savannah, yeah. Uh, where, where, the, where, where apes supposedly started walking upright to see over the tall grass and then to free their hands for tool use. But wow. not true, the Savannah theory. Okay. Wiped off the charts in 1995 by virtue of finding a new uh, semi-human that had uh, nutrients in its uh, bones that could not have been the result of eating food on the Savannah. Um, so we're living in a world where we don't know where humans came from. Aquatic ape. All right. So, uh, but I'm sure it's a beautiful name. The, uh, so what do you think? You're, you're a big Harmontown fan, and you're thinking like, when you apply your mind to how we could get people to show up to the Balboa Theater on Friday, oh yeah, you didn't know I was going to twist it to that. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. No. Well, what did you think I was going to ask? I, I don't. I don't know. I thought maybe you had a theory or something. I don't. Oh. I didn't know. My well, boyfriend just favorite, told me. What's your hand. favorite aspect of Harmontown? Um. The prizes. <laughs> the cash giveaways. The prizes and and free alcohol. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, do you want a drink? Is that no, what you're actually, okay. I'm okay. Thank you. I'm driving. Um, no, but it's, you know, like have what, a drink, Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's a thing? Put it this way. So, say I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm like a businessman that like bought Harmontown, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I want to make Harmontown. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to people. I'm gonna do something like I won't get specific. But, like, you've been called in as, like, a Harmontown expert. Like, all the other Harmontown listeners have been wiped out in some, like, um, pretzel factory explosion or, like, during, during like, dollar tours because like, they're frugal, they're practical, they love sodium. Uh, my demographic, this is stuff, I, look, uh, polls don't lie. You guys love pretzels. So they're all wiped out, and you're kind of like the la- you're sort of like the person who's in charge of like representing the demographic that, that is like that listens to the show. And so some like suit is like hauling you in and going like, like what? Well, so what's the deal with it? Why don't I just get rid of it? And what? Uh, what's the what? Uh, what parts of it do I preserve? What's the point? And like, what kind of things would you? 
Um, <laughs> well, I'm sorry to all the other Harmontown fans who are gone, um, but I think they would probably, if they were still there, would like uh, maybe some of Jane's alcohol merchandise for Harmontown. Um, maybe oh, give that away. Some. I have some at okay. my house. We could bring it to give away to the fans. If you give it away okay. in like bottles, like maybe well, the even problem is little... that that's, that's highly illegal for like various federal reasons. So, <laughs> So figure that out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's um, not allowed to license his own booze. Okay. Um, and maybe Her, more more free T-shirts. More free T-shirts. T-shirts. Oh, I think we yeah. have a shit ton of T-shirts. Yeah. We just, um, yeah. An Instagram contest, maybe, if you want to get the young people. Instagram or contest. Snapchat. Snapchat contest. How does that work? How does it? Um, well, you just give them a time limit to submit things on whatever platform you're going to use for Snapchat. If you create like a filter for your show, it's $5 for just the evening for just the area that you're doing it in. What? And then, yeah, $5. I'm going to do that tonight. 20,000 square feet. Just a big old dick. <laughs> Wait, I, st- I, I didn't quite, so I don't You're in Larchmont, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Spencer Dick. Has- no, just... just- just Larchmont. I actually don't understand. Uh, the, can you? Because I want to understand. So, do you use Snapchat? I have. Yes. Okay. So, on Snapchat, there are the filters you can use that companies can create. You can also create them for communities if you're not making any money off of it, and those are free if you get them approved and they meet the community guidelines. Which I'm not sure if you're. No, it will. It's with. it's great. Okay. <laughs> I so know you're, a guy. You're saying Snapchat. we could do like an exclusive Harmontown yeah. Snapchat thing that puts a, 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 a dick on your head or whatever. <laughs> exactly. So. Right. You would create the filter. It's really easy to do. I've done. Oh, it, for it only a lot works in that geo. In that geo, yeah, you do area. a geo fence. If for twenty thousand square feet, you can do um, for like five dollars for the day. You can you can do it. And how um, does that also apply? Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. You're okay, a fountain of information. I'm like putting my thumb <laughs> over you. Uh, but the, the, the but 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 I was is there something similar to do that with Instagram? Like a for Instagram, it would be different. You wouldn't necessarily do a filter though. Someone could take it with their Snapchat, take it with the filter, and then upload that to Instagram because now Instagram doesn't have a limit. You don't just have to do square photos. You can do the like you know, right. vertical ones and then they could throw that on there. So you could do it either way. I would say do it separately. It's a little too much work. You want something really quick. So you would have them send it to you, like create like a Harmontown Snapchat account and then everyone would take photos and then send it on their story but also send it to the Snapchat account for Harmontown and you pick the favorite one. You could broadcast them on the screen. You could do a lot of different things with it. Maybe we could use one of those hashtags. You could use a hashtag. <laughs> All right, so how can I pervert this into a way to... Because I don't... The only thing I need help with is getting people into the Balboa Theater on uh, the 22nd. <laughs> well, I'm saying don't come. <laughs> That's what we'll put on the Snapchat filter. <laughs> Anyone in the area will know. Uh, well, you could do it so they would only be able to use the filter if they were in that area. And then if you'd have to take a photo with the filter. Or they'd have to, like, you know, tag themselves there. They have to take a picture maybe with someone... You know, something that shows that they were at the event, right. or they just have to promote it themselves. So oh, maybe you're they're not like, going, so but they're saying who, go. So people who this is the age-old thing of like anyone who comes to this thing is eligible, maybe for yeah, a thing that's like to do at the top there. of that is like a big deal. Like, yeah, uh, like I'm gonna restaurants do that. Like the habit when they open something new, they'll like do that where you have to go and you take a photo with their Snapchat filter, and then they give you free swag with the habit on it, which is not like maybe some people are really into the habit, so you want a habit hat, um, but for other people. Want Harmontown swag? They could take a photo, and then if there's evidence they did that, then they could get something free when they check in with their ticket. Um, at the what door. if what if you and a friend 
But I want this to be contingent on all thousand seats filled. <laughs> well, we you could and a give friend, them a, we could give them free habit. The hats. prize is whatever. <laughs> Whatever the contest is, the prize is that then you, you and a friend, because we want it to be just a technically an abduction. The they come home with with me and my uh, friends on the on the party bus that I, I booked to go back, and then they come and they they live in my house and and they just come to work with me. But it's like the fine print is like you're getting up at like seven a.m. sometimes, and like like my dogs are gonna like 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 Harvey will roll over and do a submissive pee on you. Like I don't make breakfast. Like I you'll be drinking soylent. Like yeah, you uh, don't keep food in the house really. But like you can stay in my I have a guest room, and then like you could like then you could just come you just come like 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 if I could put you in a backpack I would like. But like you just like or handcuff you to me and like you would just I would just write Rick and Morty and you'd be there and like yeah, that would be yes, thrilling yes. for some people. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Even the even the chance at it might make a thousand people show up. Yeah. But maybe that's the contingency. Is like a, a thousand people didn't show up, so the top prize is a T-shirt. That sounds great. <laughs> All right, we'll figure something like yeah, that. Yeah, it sounds like because that's what I because I'm like I don't I don't do stuff when I go home at night like sit on a bowl of ice cream or like like look at like I don't have like a shoebox of Polaroids or anything. So that's like a resource I have where I could just like I could just like have a person. This isn't an invitation to stalk me, but I'm just saying like my life is compatible with like just a person like walking around. That's what Spencer and Steve Levy are. They just, oh yeah, like, they 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 we all cohabitate. Yeah, like we're just a family. So like maybe awesome. maybe that's like a luxurious package. I think that's what we did for the AIDS thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that, like yeah. Uh, for Rick and Morty, like they're gonna come <laughs> out. And... Sorry, Jeff did a thing. It was great. I I I, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Rick and Morty did an AIDS thing. Yeah, where you could like you, the more you donate, you were eligible for a thing where you you do a voice on Rick and Morty, and then I think you hang out, but yeah. not yeah, like maybe it'll be. We like, still gotta do that, right? Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't. But Dan, you were, you were talking about earlier about like hanging out in Comic Con is kind of a bummer. It's like, it would be fun to have like a little party space. What if we find, what if we had like a little like our own little? Oh, park, we'll be uh, hanging out at the Geek and Sundry Lounge. Is that right? Yeah, just go there. It'll be fine. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Um. All right, Savannah, you want to see what this other guy has to say, maybe? Yeah, sure. All right, you're not afraid of a little competition. Why don't you come up, sir? You know who you are. (laughs) Are you Luke? I'm Zach. Zach. Yeah. Wait, did you bring me the the booze? No. No, that was Luke. He looks like me, though. That was another another guy that was bald with a beard. There are many of us here tonight. Oh yeah, I'm among my people. Uh, and it's just, it's just, you know, it's to beat the heat. You're not, um, you're not a neo-Nazi. I'm so, no, I'm certainly not. A <laughs> He's neo-Nazi. got one of those Hillary stars on his shirt. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear that. Oh, stars of David on your shirt. They're Chicago stars. <laughs> yeah, you know, sure. yeah. that they actually do look more like. You know, it's, it's fine. I don't like the placement though, because they're like right. By what are, what are we doing? So I'm talking, I don't we're know. getting to know Zach, and we're welcoming him and not terrorizing him. I want to. 
now that I know that. All right. Well, I'll fill you in more carefully. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I know. So the tail wags the Is dog he around here. Like this? He's 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 on a he's a, he's he's in a good mood, I think. Yeah. What's he really like? Are you guys age? comfortable? We want you to feel that way. I'm. As long as I'm amongst you and. Dan and Jeff, I'm comfortable. Zach, well, that's not I'm very sorry, often in your life, apparently. Savannah, nice to meet you. Savannah with one N. Um, what, uh, Zach, what were you going to say? You said, cause it, just because I'm curious, because I said I made the dumb Nazi joke about your shaved head. For those who are listening, he has a shaved head. Uh, and you said it's not to beat the heat, and you didn't finish. What well, is it? I actually, I, like, it, it, it's just simply because I don't want to have a receding hairline. Um, oh. And I've got, like, a little bald spot back here. Yeah. I'm actually, like... About three days past the last time I shaved my head, so mm. you can start to see it a little bit. And Where I do you need, do? How do you? What, do you go? Do you go to a, a barber, and, or do you just do it yourself now? No, I just I just put shaving cream on, and so you, I, you I got one of those like mock seventeen blade. You, you, oh really? Yes. Do, you, yeah. do you do you bick it like 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 like? Yeah 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 yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That seems like a that's tremendous get, like, effort. I, I, I it's shave. not really. It's no? really it's really easy and very satisfying. I just very can't even begin to imagine like what, what, every fucking conceivable. It's not a, it's not a straight row. razor. No, it's, got, I, like, I'm, I'm holding like a bick like a. But no, like a, no, not one of the that like I'm, I've got like the mock or Gillette, Gillette something that it's got like a like a like a rotating ball that has a bunch of, a phantasm two thousand yes yes it is a phantasm boy <laughs> first, first the first metal ball comes in and terrorizes your soul the second ball kidnaps your body fills it with formaldehyde and uh, fuck it yeah how many of those balls were there I just remember three. There were three of them. There were three. I only ever saw Phantasm two, uh, and uh, which was fucked up. I thought I was I was going to a movie theater. I was a kid, and the, it was a rated R movie, and I was with adults, meaning like my brother's friends, and like um, I didn't know the word Phantasm. I I was confusing it with uh, Fantasia. Oh, <laughs> and so I was like, Why are we going to see movie. Phantasm two? <laughs> Who cares what happened to those broomsticks? <laughs> Clearly, the lesson was don't play with magic when the wizard's gone. I, I think that lesson is like learned, and, and I was like, "What the hell's going on?" But I just want to fit in, and and then it was a fucking crazy, really cool horror movie, Phantasm Two. Yeah, imagine like, if the tall man had one of had like the the outfit that Mickey was wearing with the hat. It would have been even better. Yeah. How is the, the what are the rules there? Well, you just put on a fucking hat, and all of a sudden you can make animated golems and shit out of brooms. <laughs> he had a book, I think, a spell book. He just touched. Oh wait, maybe he did. Yeah. All right, that tracks. <laughs> I always thought that was like high-level magic he was tapping into. Hard well, to believe. Well, it was pretty. I mean, he made an army of self-replicating broom men. Yeah, that's yeah. that is crazy. But then he, he he gets more than he bargained for at some point, right? Oh, yeah, an army of self-replicating broom men. Yeah. That's how magic. That's what magic does. Right. It's always more than what you bargained for. That's what it says on the yeah. cover of that book. Yeah. Uh, all right, so. What's your? What are your thoughts about like? And, and listen, bonus points for if you have thought about taking it into the Balboa uh, specificity. Um, how do I move? How do I move asses into seats for the for July twenty second? Well, I'm in I'm in advertising. I'm in digital advertising. So I design digital ads and fingers, uh, digital fingers, digits. Yes, like I digital advertising digits. is the easiest because you're like, hey, you have ten of them. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not eleven? Yeah. It's all. I mean, digital advertising is essentially this. Um, so here, they, here they are. They're I'm all sorry. here. All ten of them. 
Um, Zach, right. Zach, just pretend Dan's not here. <laughs> Too late. Um, <laughs> I yeah. So, so you I, shave I, your head, but you leave the beard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This uh, is how I produce a jawline. Oh, okay. No, I know what you mean, man. If I don't have this, I look like a muppet. Yeah. <laughs> what does that term neck beard mean? You know, I always get so scared because it's, like, it's when there's no defining line underneath. But that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm not. It so, you, you have made a defining line, but, but if, I'm you, so, if you have a good, strong jawline, if you're like Jay Cutler from the Bears, who's right, who, who, who can do that and, and get away with it. When it's bad, it looks kind of like a mane, like like you're just a fat lion. <laughs> like it's really, it's not a beard on your chin. It's like this hairy ring around your neck. Yeah, that's like the failure of the neck beard, I think. Yeah. Mm. So Zach, exactly. when, when, you, when you're doing when you're doing the beard, is that all razor? Or are you doing electric around that? How do you? How do you oh no, this it, this this is laser uh, precise. This is with a bic too. Really? So you, you just I actually have two razors that I use. I use the I use the the bald Gillette 17 blade thing for this. Oh, and I use the bic for this. Also, you, am, I, am I wrong in saying exactly? You also go on top of the mustache? Yes, I've had a beard since I was about three years old. <laughs> so I've been able to perfect the. Uh, Grooming of I, I well, then let me I ask you. I can't grow a nice mustache or a beard. I have very splotchy, patchy, Johnny Depp used car salesman. Well, you have a very beautiful face. You don't need to have. I mean, facial hair. I think is for people that are kind of ashamed of their face, <laughs> like I am. But, but you're a very handsome guy, Zach. I've got I've got a great beard. Are you saying if you but sh- you have great that, hair? Are you saying that. if we saw you without that beard that we would go like, oh my god? Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be up have here right seen, now. Don't you, <laughs> don't you get a little mad when you see so? Well, like Daniel Gillies uh, last week, he had a beard. Like when handsome guys have beards, like it it, it is oh, kind of like it pisses yeah. you off. It's, yeah, because it's the whole like, <laughs> it's like, like 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 you can tell that it's like, like like yeah, it is weird. It's like it's like it, it almost looks like they're in disguise. It's the whole like lumberjack, like uh, lumber sexual thing that goes on. Lumber sexual. Yeah. Um, the uh, I, I kind of have to. I, I, I'm into mannequins. I'm kind of a lumber sexual. Uh, do, you, just, do you guys think just the leg though, right? I, I just got I got this haircut because I was on Larry King now. Larry King now. Uh, uh, it's like for a TV Guide magazine. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I got a haircut because I was going to be on uh, web webisodes of what used to be TV, and I uh, and I got a, I got I thought I, like, it was a great haircut, and then Cody was laughing because she said that in the back he made me look like a Lego. I, I saw that. It's a, it's a little too it's a little too precise. She's like really. She was like taking pictures of me from behind. She wanted to do a split screen with like a, yeah, yeah a Lego guy. I got yeah. I guess I looked at it and I was like yeah. I guess I was pretty straight that he did that. But I mean I would I would have never. All right. Um, all right. So digital advertising. What do you think? What do we do to get some butts in the Balboas? Um, my initial instinct is to think visually uh, when advertising, and you've got three strapping young men up here that are part of the podcast. That I think we just do a, a shot with you guys in the same outfits that they're wearing, and now you see me. <laughs> Right. I don't think that's gonna. I mean, it is. It's a. It's a. You listen to it. Yeah. It's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a. We don't have budget for like a bus stop ad. 
I'm gonna say, like, all I can think of is bribery. Like, 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 show up. That's what or, I'm saying. Or, and also promises. Like, okay, so sometimes when we go abroad, we build a wall. Like you go, like, like, like. Well, sometimes you get, you know, sometimes the uh, traveling shows are the drunkest of all. Like, maybe, what if, what if it was like, okay, I promise you. Like, what are some features of a show? Like, I'm not going to say I'm not going to be drunk, but I will say I won't be blackout drunk when I take the stage. And I and to prove that, I'll, I'll prepare bits. Like, what, what's, a, what's like a bit? If I were to do, Savannah, if I were to do bits, like a uh, top ten list, or like, a, like, a, like what kind of, like, what could come out of the Harmontown psyche that you think would be, like, a good, like, kind of uh, feature that you, you, you like... You know, like like Harmon's Harmon's thoughts, or or uh, or um, you know, like I'm putting you on the spot. Oh no, it's okay. Well, from the Comic Con show last year, um, like kind of going over some of the things you saw at Comic Con that maybe you could, you know, then talk about for an extended period of time. So maybe your top ten worst moments at Comic Con, or moments that made you cringe, or moments that really made you I connect think, with Dan, your culture. You, you should dress as Poison Ivy. <laughs> But that's play. again. That's not. I mean, they're going to be like, okay, cool. Dress like Poison Ivy. I'll look that up on. Uh... If you can guarantee like guests, but maybe don't say exactly who they are, but like kind of give hints as to who they might be that are vague enough that people won't be disappointed. Yeah, that's what not. we do, Dan. You just, you just, we just say that we have an awesome guest. Have a couple right. of and awesome also, guests. Spen- Spencer and I are both going to both going to dress as Slave Leia, and Star. <laughs> yeah. And Star Wars 8 is going to make an appearance. <laughs> oh, Curtis, Curtis Armstrong will text it. Uh, we'll text Curtis Armstrong. I heard him. Yeah. I know, By the way, where, where is Curtis? Have we, have we lost no, him no, forever? No, no. What's think, going on? Thank you, Zach. Yeah. Uh, where, what happened to Curtis? He said some racist shit to me in the parking lot. And, <laughs> and I was like, dude, that, that's cool, but like, people should know you're racist. Yes. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> About my image, Dan, and I, and I, and I, and I said, you, "Yes, you do." And he said, "He said, no, dude. <laughs> people with different colored skin from me are less people." <laughs> and I was like, Curtis, if anyone could hear you saying this right now, they'd be so brokenhearted. And he said, "That's the point, baby." <laughs> That guy and Christopher Walken sound the exact same. Exact same. Wait, Curtis Armstrong. I think I only have. Zach, do you you have any impressions? At a party, like who who can you break out as an impression? Hasn't been on the show. I mean, I can do a slight walk-in, but give me a slight walk-in. Give me me a slight walk-in ordering breakfast. Right, well, Levy, make sure Curtis Armstrong is. uh, Make sure we connect with him and see if he can do the show uh, at the Balboa, and I'll pay him. Tell him he's got us over a barrel. And then if you come, all right, if you come to the Balboa show. Which you shouldn't. Uh, guaranteed uh, photograph uh, and... Uh, parking yeah, lot, like parking I lot HJs. I won't... Uh, <laughs> I, never, I never really do this except at this show anyway, but it's like, like when we go out of town, I usually... Well, actually, I've been entering a phase where I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't want to do the uh, thing. So, like, like, so, so, like guaranteed for sure no matter how many of you show up at the Balboa if you paid to get in then part of that price is you're guaranteed 
We'll have to figure out where to go. Possibly, maybe they'll need to they need the theater. But I'll I'll do a whole line thing or tacos figure El Gordo. Out, figure out how you get a picture. You get a you get a you get a picture. It sounds presumptive. You know, I'm trying to understand. I'm a writer, so it sounds weird to try to sell that, like because it's like like it's a thing. But but that would be a that that to me is like a basic thing. Like oh, it's twenty four dollars. We're driving to San Diego. I'm def- definitely going to get a, a a photograph for sure in good lighting. Why are you, why are you shaking your head, Steve? Oh, because it's a thousand people and it'll take technically until Monday to do it. Well, I've done it. You know, I've done it before. So you're going like, so to debut the Justice League trailer and, and make a fake Justice League trailer. And, and, oh, and I could show something. Write that down. Like, let me bring like a Rick and Morty clip like in secret. Yeah. Let's because it's right before we drop all the uh, Harmon Quest episodes. Let's just show all the Harmon Quest episodes. It'll be after. It'll be even after. though CISO's not coming to that, and they have no part of it. Comic Con's after we drop Harmon Quest. Speaking of which, we just wrapped Harmon Quest. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven days. Eleven days until you got to get CISO. <laughs> All right, if you come to the Balboa Theater on July 22nd, July 22nd, I will be there on stage. Do you think they have like airplay like capability like uh, do you think we could get them to do like a projection thing? All right, no, we'll, we can. We'll look into this. No, we'll do that. I will I'll I'll write I'll write a special Comic-Con episode of Rick and Morty. <laughs> Live. No, it should be more... I was, I was like, like I'll, write, I'll write the community movie. Like, like, uh, or like the first act of it. Right. Or I'll get as much through it as I can while you watch. I'll start... Like, You'll just see the final drafts up like, on the screen. Yeah, like f- fade in and like I'll start writing uh, the community movie until oh, the show starts. Yeah, yeah. And I will, yeah. I like that. And then right. prizes. And then there'll be prizes. And uh, if you and Spencer's gonna dress as Poison Ivy. Savannah's gonna be there, like doing like a Cirque du Soleil thing. She she'll do her aerial ribbon act. It's amazing. You have to see it. All right. Uh, well, thanks to our uh, PR department, Savannah, Zach, and Savannah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What a great generation, Jeff. You know, they say these millennials that they're uh, pieces of shit. I don't see it. But you, you, you fundamentally disagree with that. Yeah, I do. I yeah. see hope in them. What do, you, what do you think separates the millennials from our generation? I think, I, you know, I think they're more dishonest about how racist they are. Uh, they've found new ways to tap dance around it. They're, they're the Barishnikovs of, of actual racism. Uh, they're, um, they're, they're, they come to the table more uh, uh, Apple compatible, for sure. That's always good. Um, I don't think they're worried about Y2K as much as my generation did. <laughs> what, t- do, you, do you want to come up here? Do you, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, you can't say. Okay. All right. 
All right. It's a, uh, please, everybody, uh, please welcome uh, my coworker, uh, John Eisen. Is it just Edson? It's Edson, actually. Where's the I? I it, it's silent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Your last name is E-I-D-S-O-N. Mm-hmm. Where's your buddy? Well, he's off in Tahoe for 4th of July, so he's right. going to be very sad that he wasn't here. John, whose name I just learned isn't uh, his partner's name, Nick. You're really selling that I'm a co-worker here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, we sold an uh, idea to FX called Happy City, which is going to be like, uh, it's like a Thomas the Tank Engine kind of uh, thing, but it's like, uh, it's friends and they're hanging out. Yeah, it's a taxi and a helicopter. In an ambulance. And another taxi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they hang out. They're millennial I vehicles. They're, I think they're sold on it already, yeah. In the, in the big city, happy city. And it's hard, it's hard to be in the happy city. Especially when, like, one of the characters, and I'm not going to spoil it, uh, it's Tyler the taxi. Uh, you're not that happy. Oh, shit. But really, it's just, it's, we, we've been calling it friends, or uh, Seinfeld without arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, wait, when we sold the show, I don't think we realized how hard it was going to be to write for characters that can't pick things up. Yeah. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't believe how many, how many fucking conversations we had. Like, that is the, but the, the, that's the thing, like, people don't understand, like, tonality in uh, television is, like, this totally fractal, continuum-based thing. Like, there is no... Like, um, oh, is it gonna be uh, like like funny like Chappelle show? Is there gonna be funny like 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 uh, Larry Sanders? It's like no, it's like like you, you. There's questions that you don't know that you don't have the answers to until you ask them. Like for instance, on Rick and Morty, the whole big decision we had to make when we were writing the pilot for Rick and Morty, Justin and I, we had to have like a three-hour conversation, and the 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 end of it all was just saying. <laughs> Look, I don't know how to define the rules of the universe, but we're just going to say if a kid comes through a portal into his high school cafeteria, it doesn't change his social status within the high school. It's more like he came in on a skateboard. Like he he came in through the portal but he fell down. Like the 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 the, the cute girl that he, that he has a crush on says, "Did you just come through a portal? Like did you just do that, but she doesn't mean like, is there a God? Like she, and are you the Messiah? And and does this change everything? It's not even like pulling up in a Ferrari in the eighties. It's like, it's it's just like like so so you make these decisions. So we had to make the decision that these these are cars and helicopters and fire trucks and shit, but and everything's alive, but they have to have apartments. And uh, the apartments so, also have to have personalities. Yeah. So, so yeah. If you if you come to this show with questions about internal logic, you're 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 purposely fucked. Yeah. Leave your logic at the door. Yeah. Like like but Donnie the door. Like like. <laughs> are, are, are other things than humans and vehicles alive? Like yeah, the whole city is alive. It's yeah. Kind of, it's kind of there's people. Yeah, but the, but we we kind of see the people like flies, flies or flies like or horses see flies yeah. and just kind of brushing them off. Yeah, so like taxis like take them it's and like dump them off or like but like people. but like like yeah like if your friend's an ambulance and then he's like hey hey Tyler do you you want you want some people 
uh, yeah, I do. That's my job. And then like he pulls up and like put throws some people like, from the ambulance people into the <laughs> into the taxi. But then your boss will yell at you about that later because you're not supposed to do that. Like an ambulance is supposed to take the people to the hospital. You're not yeah. supposed to just because you're a taxi take people out of an ambulance. And the hospital but, also but do, being do, a do character. The cars. Let's, let's say it's just two cars hanging out like the best friends. Do they do, do they go out to a restaurant and sit at a car restaurant? Yes. But it's yes. not a car restaurant. It's yes, just a, it's a restaurant. restaurant. They're not, because they're they're not drinking people. motor oil. They're eating pancakes and floating drinks to their How faces. How are they seated? Like, are they seated like... like they up? just pull up to the table. Okay. <laughs> but, then, but then if there's like a... Yeah, we had a long time because like if somebody's like... If somebody's talking and it's like clear, like if there's a subplot about like, well, I think that person might be gay, but they're not admitting it yet. And then the, the, these two people have been talking about it, but this person says something that this person, this car and this, the helicopter is like, like saying something. But then you pan over to the other taxi and they don't have arms. So there's just a knife and fork floating in front of them, but their eyes are going. All right, Which is a universal language. Yeah. It's yeah. like, 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 like but they don't have arms. So it's just a knife and fork floating. But they're going. So you, somebody's you the gay. Apartment, is, it, is there like a, sh- a shot of a car just laying in bed, like 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 wondering what he's doing with his life? If he's sick, if a car is sick, does he is he in bed? We haven't we haven't. I guess so. Uh, I feel like we're gonna have to get back to you on right. that one. Because the like, alternative would be that he's at Jiffy Lube and it's dumb. Yeah. Like you go, once you start Yankoviking it, you're fucked. Yeah. Like initially, you, initially we, we pictured them going into houses and, or apartments and then going to their rooms and they have a little garage inside of their room that they go into which became a little too cute I think yeah so now uh, I was saying for a while well when they hang out they should just be at an intersection like yeah. but then it's like well how many episodes of this are we going to do and how much of a 25 year old's life is about cohabitation and about yeah. landlord conflict and about property value and like aren't they going to get texts and like and for a while I was like well maybe they don't get texts let's rise above it and like but it's like there's no yeah. fucking way like so, so the cars just have phones that'll just float out in front of them and then they'll they text each other and they live in apartments if the cars let's say what, like one of your main characters is a car and goes to like, would they go to a rock concert? And if they go to the rock concert, would it all just be cars? Would there be people there too, or just just cars? There would be people like if you squint or freeze frame, there would be people climbing all over the place. Like it's like there is a plane of the universe where this show is actually about the people who don't understand why their cars are doing all this. <laughs> But we, t- we had a long time where, where I was saying, oh, you have to hold it up to both realities where every episode, if you watch every frame, you, like, everything makes sense in some weird way. That, like, like, the way that we're controlled by brain chemicals. So I was like, why did that guy take a hatchet to his family? Well, like, like because he's fucking he's schizophrenic, but also had a little bit, of, just a touch of Asperger's. And then it was Tuesday. And so, but, but the truth is, is like, some forensic files. There's, there's just like, the, you know, it's like how much, what is the difference between free will and destiny? And we, we don't, we don't really know. We just feel like we're making these choices. So why wouldn't these cars just feel like they're having these stories where they're like, fuck you, buddy. And then they drive away. But in the reality, on the people's side, if you look at it, you can see two tiny people that are like mad at each other as well and like but I think we let that go yeah now it's just cars that go to a rock concert yeah probably and there's may- people like just climbing all over the place maybe but we'll you- have the easter egg of what the people are doing but ultimately right. I think it's kind of that maybe the team America thing of how do the cars play basketball 
Let's yeah. figure it out. And how we haven't made it that yet. Was the big so thing. that's going like, to be the next. So the step. cars are playing basketball. What is the diameter of the basketball? Who made the basketball? <laughs> These are like no. It's just a car. It's proportionate to the car. So like oh, if a person got out of that car, that'd be a giant basketball. <laughs> no, it's a basketball for the cars. It's dribbling next to them. They have no arm. <laughs> Deal with it. And the, and the way we're dealing with it is we're going to have a live action mayor. Who yeah, we, we got. We I got think a, we should put out the call right now. We'd like it to be Michael Shannon, actor Michael Shannon. If anyone knows him, <laughs> and, and 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 in between scenes, we'd like to just go back to the mayor's office and have fucking freaky Michael Shannon, um, just like intensely ask a lot of the questions that you were about to ask, um, and then answer them with like, I don't know. Being mayor doesn't mean I'm in control. You know, like it doesn't. I don't. Yeah. Like, like, all I know is that when two friends are jealous of a third friend, like, that shit goes down. That The stories are held together by emotional... Because um, also, like, guess what? When you're watching Seinfeld, why does everybody always sit on one side of the table? I mean, because you can't turn your back to the camera. It's just as unnatural as if everyone was cars. <laughs> there's, there's always a reason why everything's fucking weird, and you have maybe to, like... Maybe we're all cars. Maybe we are all cars. That's what the show will How make you ask. How often do you wonder where a basketball came from? Yeah. Yeah, why... Yeah, How do, who made this orange... Yeah. How much thought have you put into that? Yeah. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I think it's going to be a really good show. still writing it? I, I, I want to watch this show, because also, like, I, I want to watch that show and wonder... I want to have a lot of questions about it, and I want to find out that they're not going to be answered, or they're going to be answered very slowly. Because remember, or... yeah, remember ABC's Cavemen. Like, yes, I do. That show could have lasted a hundred episodes if it had, if it had just accepted that it was fucked up. It was but, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and we had. I, I still have the pilot that never aired of of Cavemen, which was way more racist. Where the, the cavemen were uh, really good dancers and had big dicks, and like like had like lots of rhythm and stuff like that. Like they were, they were, they were, like, they were like like they dropped that for the unerring pilot. If you, we we all have, okay. Here's what we do: Balboa Theater, July twenty second. Gonna have to raise those well, prices. We, we show the unaired pilot of cavemen. <laughs> Holy smoke! Uh, they well, asked, yeah. yeah, they asked me to audition for that one, and I declined. Uh, even sadder than that, I know a lot of people that auditioned for Cavemen and didn't get the job. Like, well, Nick Kroll did, and he's a, he's he was really. That's how I met Nick Kroll. Is like, he I found out he was like the smart caveman in Cavemen. He was yeah. like the one with the glasses, and I, I asked him 500 Cavemen questions. He answered every single one. <laughs> it was the first time I'd ever met him, and I was like, that guy's cool, man. Like he like he did not like. Yeah, Cavemen's he, worth a look. It's worth, it's, it's worth watching the, what was it, four episodes? How many did they make? I think like four aired. Yeah. They probably made six. So. It is fucking bonkers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what year was this? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I think it's Nick the Kroll cast here is right here. <laughs> 2006 sounds good. Yeah, sounds like a, that sounds about a right. That sounds despondent. like the year. Yeah, it's fucking, I, I have it in my place. It's, uh, please come over and watch it with me. It's really good. All thousand also, people. You know, you know you, you, uh, treat yourself. Find the pilot to Mr. Ed. It's one of the funniest goddamn half hours of TV you'll ever see in your life. So, John, uh, tell everybody that I'm fun to work with. <laughs> I wasn't done with Mr. Ed, Dad. Or I'm not fun, but just tell them it's amazing to work with me. It's so amazing. For example. For example. <laughs> at his house, you're greeted by his dogs immediately. Did you get peed on? Just a little. Yeah. Just a little. Well, Harvey growls at me a lot 
But he doesn't know what growling But he doesn't means. know what that yeah. means. He thinks it means play with me. <laughs> and uh, then we, oh, oh, sorry. I wasn't selling this well enough. No, no. But, well, I, there is the uh, I don't the Apple TV thing, like, because I try to put it up on the screen, and then I... Oh, yeah, I the like, most embarrassing things pop up whenever Dan turns his Apple TV on. <laughs> Started taking photos to Dan Shame of the Kelly Clarkson songs <laughs> revealed. Yeah. Of last played... Yeah, on the Apple TV. That's fun. We have a good laugh about that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you're like, well, welcome, guys. All right, let's open a laptop. Apple TV's not working. They'll be bitching about it for a while, like swearing and going like, "Fucking technology!" Ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. He's got a fish tank that and he's then, like, still learning how to work. The screen comes up and it says Kelly Clarkson, whatever uh, makes you stronger, or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> And it's like, as Nick pointed out, the uh, progress indicator is five seconds before the end of the song, <laughs> which means like it's like there's unmistakable. It's like there's nothing you could you well, could you never totally get out of it. Yeah, there's no. I got hacked. My account got hacked. <laughs> it's that no. You listened to the song. You danced to it in your underwear, and then the doorbell rang. And um, how are the fish doing? Are the fish are the fish thriving? He has a hard time dealing with the the light. That's no, okay and now. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Thank uh, God for Golan. Yeah. yeah, Golan, the fish guy. He's important to the yeah. household. Yeah, I've, I'm a dick to the aquarium guy. The uh, well, didn't he steal the remote? Wasn't there a hubbub with this remote? The light didn't work for a while, and he didn't tell me you have to open the cabinet in order for the remote for the light on the fish tank to work. Right. That means it's not a remote. (laughs) It's a detachable button pad. Because if you have to open the cabinet, I mean, not that I needed it to be remote. I'd love a button under the cabinet that, like, just turns the light on for so you can see the fish. The fish have a light cycle. Uh, lets the fish live their natural uh, life in a in a two foot tank. Like they 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 go crazy going like why isn't it morning yet? I'm, uh, why is it nighttime? And so it goes around a cycle. But like the only time people are going to come over to my place and see the fish is there in their nighttime. So it's a black tank. So I just want to they want to hit a button and go. There's the fish. Look, there's a prawn. <laughs> So I went back and forth with this guy, and I'm a huge dick. I read one of my texts when I was going through the divorce. I did this whole. It was like a, on yeah, a warpath. Yeah, you were like quoting Edward Albee and. Well, or, I did, you know, <laughs> while you were there, I, yeah, I said, I said like, this was the most obnoxious. I said like like because it was like the fifth time I asked about the remote not working for the light, and then I, I tagged it with a generic. If you ever want to just like be a a dick and that seems intellectual, I, I said I feel like I'm in an Edward Albee play. Which one? Uh, who who's turning the tank on? <sighs> and then he was like, no. And he called me, and he's like, just gonna open the door. It's not a good way to end the show. So it sounds like a lot of people are gonna watch on FX when we have our Happy City show. After they pick it up, after we turn in the script, and oh, we got some work to do. Sorry, what? I keep I keep pushing the meetings where I have to do it. Okay. Pass we'll, on the we'll, script. We'll find something out. But John, uh, John, what's your least favorite thing about working with Dan? What's the, what, what's the downside to working with Dan Harmon? Uh, his unavailability. <laughs> oh, because you want more of me. Yeah. Wait. That makes sense. No, that's... Uh, Scarcity. I'm, I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. Now, you're a busy man. Mm-hmm. Very hard worker. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all lucky to be getting his time right now. 
I, a great, I'm fi- I fight you for it sometimes, I think. That's true. It's not a joke. <laughs> you guys are delightful, by the way. I, uh, like, 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 these guys, like, like they, they were YouTubers. Consummate good sports, these guys. Like, they're... they're <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't... I so believe you. They haven't been in the it's TV true. world yet. So I'm, like, indoctrinating them into, like, no, you just gotta write a shitty script. It's, like, it's like, like terrifying for you guys, but you guys are, like, fucking churning shit out, and you're like, we did what you said, we don't... <laughs> like, you guys are doing shit that does not feel good for you to do because I asked you to do it, and you're getting punished for it. That's great. No, no. Well, no, I mean, to be honest, I mean, it's been awesome. I mean, we, we just got the, the absolute luck of getting to pitch, Dan, this idea that you liked enough to take out with us, and we've been learning so much from you. It's been awesome. And we, I mean, we watched Community from the beginning. We've watched all your stuff, so to if be he, learning. If, he, if he's abusing you, just, just like blink twice. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's great. It's been it's it's been awesome. I'm a I'm a good person. <laughs> like I, I have a reputation for not, but and I don't know why I'm not well, in a better mood because I tonight I tonight like the, I, I usually have work tomorrow when I come to the show I should be in a good mood like I have tomorrow off. Well, well from moment one, honestly, you were so ex- like gracious to hear our idea, which I think kind of surprised us because we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I urged him not to take that meeting. I said, these guys are YouTubers. It's not worth it. They're never going to amount to anything. I th- probably I, never wrote a script I, in their life. I feel this is where I've known Dan forever, and he shot down my skateboard TV show where everybody was skateboards. He didn't like it. <laughs> well, we took the best parts of that. I th- I, the thing is, my skateboards had arms. <laughs> <laughs> you had to work out beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always I keep the running joke with these guys is I, I keep pretending that I'm using them to get close to PewDiePie, and uh, but I like I have a I have a you bring them up an awful lot. Starburns you know, wondering like Starburns Industries has a like, there's like I looked on the calendar there's a PewDiePie meeting coming up. Oh shit! PewDiePie's a big fan of Harmontown. We can really elevate his craft. <laughs> He's coming in. Jeff doesn't know. What's a PewDiePie? He's just a phenomenon. We're we're currently working with Dan. We'll we'll move on to you, I guess. A PewDiePie. Think about the the Beatles was on YouTube. It's like he's like the Beatles of YouTube. He's a video game reviewer. It's a perfect analogy. (laughs) He's like the biggest fucking force on that entire place. All right. Yeah. Okay. He's the Tim Allen of YouTube. In 1998. Yeah, he makes noises. His name is PewDiePie? Yeah. PewDiePie. He's from Foreign Place. Foreign Place, Europe. Yeah. One of them. Looking for Comic-Con. Yeah, he's going to be at uh, the Balboa Theater... He'll be doing on July 23rd. Yeah, he's take all those photos. If, he's the day after If us. I told you guys PewDiePie was at my Comic-Con show, would you come to the Pew- uh, Comic-Con show? Okay. I really thought the audience would I don't be too generous. That, that, that was tepid. They're going to come and it's and, just going to be And you know me. he's listening because he's a fan, and now he's like... He's, you know who else is a fan? Lin-Manuel Miranda. 
and I, I started mad beef with that guy. Well, he, he wants hates to hates me. He wants to come on the show. No, he wants to tear me apart. I, I don't think so. I, th- I don't, don't want to see he wants him. To tear I'm him afraid apart. of what he'll do to me. Well, I may and I, not in a racist way. I may have to have him on the show because he wants to come on the show. No, it'd be amazing, but well, I, I think he really just wants to take me to task. Well, I, I guess it'd be a, worth it, right? It'd be worth it. Yeah. yeah. What did yeah, you do okay. to him? I, uh, I, I, uh, someone's, I, I said some not nice things about Hamilton. Like, I don't get it. It's just rapping. And then, uh, someone was like, that's not very nice. I love at Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> and then he follows me because he's apparently a huge fan of Harmontown. Yeah. And he sees me tweet. And he gets real mad. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Well, maybe not real mad. I don't no, know. No, he gets so mad. He gets steamed. We should have him do a rap battle with Dan. Oh, no, I know. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Or, or is he too chicken? Oh. <laughs> to come to the Balboa Theater. <laughs> That's what we're trying to... On August 4th. <laughs> Let's look into look into him too for the we gotta we got like that's our takeaway a big A list guest for the Balboa, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Let's do it. What's Felicia Day doing? <laughs> She'll be at the Geek and Sundry Lounge. We'll be hanging out. Because um, I can get you Sherry O'Terry. <laughs> <laughs> well, what have we learned tonight? John, uh, what have we learned tonight? Oh, man. A lot about the forensic files. Pubic well, yeah. hairs. I wonder if there's anything I left off of the... Did we learn everything we needed to know about pubic hairs? They, they travel yeah. or migrate. <laughs> um, okay. They say, they, kid murder. They say if, if, if you want to get away with a murder, the best way to do it is have a boat. Yeah. You got to have your own boat. Yeah. You can't borrow a boat because they, they go, oh, did you borrow a boat recently? They go, yeah. Then I they think they're onto that now, though, because yeah. now it's like if you mur- – I mean, you can't you can't have a boat that you just teleport to, so the docks just have cameras all over them. So yeah. if you get on the boat with somebody you don't like and you come back alone, uh, that's, have, that holds have, up in court. Have a boat. Own the, 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 the security camera like, system. <laughs> also – have a carpet business where you're constantly rolling up carpets and putting them on your boat. But you got to do that for like four or three, three, four years of rolling up carpets and putting them on your boat in, in the middle of the night. Carpeting there's, only, there's only one thing we didn't talk about tonight. And I, 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 I was talking about selfie sticks and I was asking questions about them and how they worked. And then it came around to, we'll skip a couple steps because it came around to, I started looking it up and I saw that museums were banning selfie sticks in Europe. And I was like, yeah, do you really want to be on the side of that snobbery? Aren't American tourists like like what? we're always going to be obnoxious? Like who knows? Like who do you side with in that Mothra versus Gamera fight? You know, uh, like like. But and then Jeff was saying like I wouldn't allow selfie sticks at my uh, museum, but and I was like I know one reason why um, why you shouldn't is because you could use them in like an elaborate like um, crown uh, uh, what do you call it affair? Uh, like like your selfie stick could easily yeah take it easy. <laughs> I was testing it. As a, obviously, it's a heist tool. You could disguise a selfie stick. You know, you could use a selfie stick to do a lot of Hudson Hawk, like oh, like uh, like like painting grabbing. Without um, question. And then Jeff Jeff brought brought up this thing where he said, like, if I had a museum, 
I would invite people. I would say I would not allow selfie sticks, but I would just to make it clear that it wasn't about that. I would say, "Go ahead, rob my museum," and, uh, <laughs> and so then it started me thinking. So here's my I, pitch. Yeah, I challenged them. I was like, "Like, let's show me what you got." Like, I, right. I, like, I dare you to try to get away with robbing my museum. Right? So here's my museum pitch. This is how you make a like a profitable museum. So you know how every museum has like a gift shop with like keychains and like uh, Chinese finger traps and like fans and like lunch you know, boxes. You know, like, like at the Getty, you you, you yeah. go there, you get a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> on so, the way out. So you take that shit, you put it on display in your museum, you fill the gift shop with incredibly expensive heist items. Oh, welcome to my teddy bear keychain museum. <laughs> By the way, we encourage you to rob it while you're here. Can we interest you in a $5,000 can of laser spray? <laughs> the spray you use to reveal where the lasers are? Uh, uh, would, you, would, you, would, you like, uh, would you like some night vision shouldn't goggles the, for $48,000? Shouldn't the art there be expensive? Or are you saying they use that laser no, spray? No, the for, art there is... People are constantly fucking stealing shit. They're dangling down on wire you sold them for $50,000 a foot. Snatching your teddy bear that costs $3 to replace. I'm a genius. Wouldn't they take, wouldn't they take your expensive heist items and go to a, a museum that had expensive art? No, they wouldn't. Well, they have to buy them. What this place is, is a... Oh, yeah. He wants to turn a profit. All right. You just have an expensive outlet for heist items. Yes, and by the way, this isn't, this isn't for real burglars. I mean, they buy their shit wholesale from different people, and they, they rob real museums. This is a way for America or, yeah, well, for the tourist to feel the joy of, I want to be a burglar. And and I'm like our museum boasts like you steal what you want, you know. And then they go like, oh shit! And they buy like these spandex outfits, and they just like you. They walk out of there broke, and then they rob you for like a keychain. It's the it's the carnival principle. It seems like a bad business model. <laughs> All right, I'll keep I'll keep making uh, fucking Thomas the Tank Engine spoofs. <laughs> I don't know what's going to get me rich me. faster. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, make, make friends with PewDiePie, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> PewDiePie. We got. We got to end the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. <clears throat> what you got, Dan? A, a song. A song about PewDiePie. Everybody, oh. day day turns into week. Cheat, cheat, shoot, shoot. Put your body in the bucket. Put your body down the chute. Days. Oh shit! This is the okay. The bridge. Okay. All right. Start it over. Right. Okay. All right. Wipe, wipe, wipe your head. Wipe your head. 
These are the song lyrics to my song. Doop doop top top doop 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 that doop doop. When a song has lyrics, they go like this: chip chip chop chop, chicken chip 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 chicken chippity chop. Everybody wants a song to be better than it is, but you never know which one you'll get. Everybody needs a song to be good, but you might as well go eat a brick or a piece of wood. Everybody needs music to be good, but if you're listening, who's making music good? Take those earbuds out, grab a microphone, because the people making music are untalented and alone. Thank you for coming to Harmon Town, everybody. Let's hear it for John Edison. Savannah. Luke for bringing me booze. Spencer Quentin and I'm Jeff Davis. Your mayor is Dan Harmon. Women get tested. Women get tested. Check yourself and get tested for breast cancer. This song just became unhateable. Number one killer of women. If you hate the song, you hate women. Men need to check themselves as well. Now this song just double leveled up. Now you hate people if you hate this song. Check your balls. Check your boobies. Cancer's going to kill you if you don't like this song. syndrome in the room. My name is Acquired Jones. I don't want to be here all alone. Gonna infect your white blood cells until they can't tell them from themselves. They're gonna attack more cells in turn. Turn your whole body and make it burn. Health instead of life. Then you're gonna die. It's not funny. The show is over like five minutes ago. Katrina! <laughs> Drone strikes! Drone strikes! You're allowed to leave. Don't do a drone strike on Katrina! Hey. I'm only staying here because my iPad is plugged in. Drone strike, Katrina hike. Check your breast cancer all night. Check your balls too. Cancer number one. Gonna kill you when the life is done. AIDS. Acquire. <laughs> National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed. 
a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.